This is the sound of small businesses owning it with Sage Accounting. Renovation owned. Invoices sorted. Clients workout owned. Expenses smashed. Tax return done. Take control of your business with cloud accounting from Sage. Own it. Try for free at sage.com. Welcome to the Honest Money Small Business Focus, sponsored by Sage. I'm Warren Ingram, the author of a few best-selling books, and I'm also an award-winning financial planner, and I've helped thousands of people on their journey to financial freedom. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to share my experience and the best ideas that I've learned, and I hope these ideas help you on your journey to financial freedom. I'm really excited today to introduce you to Andile Traza from Evergrow. Uh, Andile is is an inspirational entrepreneur, frankly, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, real real figure to to kind of talk about uh, to, to our fellow South Africans about seeing an incredible opportunity, uh, and and then you know not just looking at an opportunity and complaining about it, but looking at, at an opportunity and making a, a wonderful business. So, Andile, w- w- welcome to the show. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for the wonderful introduction, Warren. Um, I mean. Uh, I, I'm I'm still at awe at, at, at your profile, but uh, you make mine sound pretty good. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you, you know, to 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 kind of make um, you know, they talk about alchemists to make gold out of nothing, and I, I feel like you're 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 making, uh, you know, health, business, nutrition out of nothing, which is just awesome. So so I think you're, you know, you're working modern day miracles there, and I'd love it if you could you know share with our our, our listeners your 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 story. Yes, yes, yes. So. Um, yes, the word the word is frugal innovation uh, <laughs> because um, I mean you're basically uh, bringing something from you know from 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 nothing and from thin air. Um, but uh, I mean, my name is obviously Andele Taza, and uh, I grew up in the Eastern Cape, and I moved to came to Joburg uh, around 2017. And uh, in 2018, um, I met a, another guy that I went to school with. Um, uh, he's a he, you know, we decided to start up Evergrow. And at that time, we were looking into uh, urban farming, um, and and really, so the that the the bulk of that year we spent uh, researching and and really trying to identify what we could come up with as a business. And at that time, I mean. Urban farming and rooftop farming, rooftop hydroponic farming was still something that is still catching up. It's it's gained more traction right now, um, but it was it was going on at that time. So that was really interesting for 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 some guys with a fresh out of varsity. And uh, later that year, so I mean, we started it in Soweto, and uh, we started it um, from a backyard in Soweto, and we basically had no infrastructure, no inputs, no funding. Except for the startup, I mean, whatever we could scraps, we could put together. By 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 the middle of that year, we had met uh, programs that were supporting um, youth around urban agriculture. We pitched, um, and by the end of that year, we had. Um, I mean, they took us onto their program. So it was an entrepreneurship development program, and uh, I mean, from a formal education, we had no 
um, we had no experience of what entrepreneurship is, no training, no, no, but, but, you know, the, the passion was, was, you know, the, the, the willingness to learn was there. So then we joined the guys. They, I mean, they broke it down. It was a, it was a eight week program. You know, they broke down the basis for entrepreneurship, what to pitch, how to pitch, uh, what's a value proposition. And, and these were all new terms and we were learning on the fly. And uh, we came top, top, top of that program because you had at the end of the program, you had to pitch and then you came and then if, if you or whatever you pitched sounded good, then you'd get some kind of assistance. So then uh, basically we moved from uh, five, uh, five seedling trays. That's about a thousand seedlings um, at the back of, uh, of our um, home in Soweto to actually um, about uh, 120, uh, 120 trays. That's how that, that um, that's 800 trays. That's about 120,000 seedlings um, in a period of one and a half years. Um, wow. In in yes, and then we were in located in Joburg, Bramfontein, and we worked for with the guys for quite a while. And we actually the sole supplier of seedlings while they were helping us develop our business um, for that period of uh, year. And recently, we then moved back to Soweto. And then we've actually um, increased our production by almost 40%. Now we're doing about 400,000 seedlings and we're servicing both local market and around the, the country. That's incredible, Andila. And so, so t- tell us a bit more about, uh, about seedlings. So, so, so you're, you're growing uh, from seeds, you're growing uh, plants to a particular level, a particular size, I guess, and then you're on selling those to people who carry on farming and, and growing them. Is that right? Yes, yes. So, so the main model of our business is um, it's, it's farmer support. We're, 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 we're off-farm infrastructure for farmers that don't have nursery capacity uh, within their farm operations. I mean, for you to make a profit as a farmer, you need that kind of insight, but like not anyone can, everyone can afford that. So that's where we come as, a, as an additional support to the farmer. So we 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 source our seedlings um, uh, from trusted seed seed suppliers, um, and and these most of the time are, are recommended by the farmer or you know our own research based on where we think you where, where the farmer is and where what climatic uh, conditions we think you know um, would be best. So we then choose a cultivar for you. So, so basically, we, we we source trusted seeds and we horticulturally trusted seeds, and then we also source um, production inputs to to then uh, facilitate the growth of the seed. Um, this takes a period of uh, four to six, four to eight weeks, depending on the period of the year. Winter it can take eight to ten. Uh, summer it's four to six, and those are basically the turnaround times. The business is sometimes a bit um, uh, what is it seasonal, and 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, we grow anything. Um, so it's 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 mostly leafy crops, but uh, horticultural crops. I mean, uh, we've got uh, uh, we do cucumbers, uh, tomatoes, uh, beetroot, spinach. Um, I mean, uh, you know, cabbage, um, and and most of those. Yeah. And and ideally, those uh, the, those seedlings that you then on sell to the farmers, and, and they then uh, I guess grow them to maturity. Where where do, where do they then get sold? Are they are they sold at the retailers? Are they sold uh, you know kind of locally? How, how do they get sold? 
Yes, yes, that's an interesting question. So, I mean, the market is 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 segmented to, to so 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 yes. So somehow we are business to business, and then and then and then we I mean, which and then our business, uh, our customers are, are farmers that that have their operations, and then they would sell their produce to either to either. Um, uh, informal market. They can sell their produce to um, uh, a local uh, uh, um, uh, depots, uh, such as the the Joburg uh, f- uh, Joburg uh, Fresh Produce Market. And they can also then also sell uh, to to retail, which is your retail shops. And they can even go to restaurants and hotels. Uh, apart from selling to 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 individuals and feeding schemes, so that's the scope of their market uh, as as far as I'm concerned. But but I mean, um, uh, uh, how, I mean they how you know they have access to market based on their infrastructure and their um, and how developed each farmer is and and how big their operation is, and then they would have access to those individual markets. For now, we've been having access to farmers that are doing, uh, we have access to farmers that are doing, um, what is this, uh, informal trade, uh, that, that are selling to informal traders, such as your street hawkers um, and things like that. And, and we're, we're slowly getting into farmers that, 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 that have, a, 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 um, that, 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 that would uh, sell to Joburg market, things like that. But like, those are different types of farmers. So, so the, the, I mean, what what separates them is the is the is the hectares they plant in. So some of them are less than two hectares. Some of them are greater than two hectares. The annual income, the average age, and and things like that. And and so when you're starting out, um, you know, two young guys, you know, in Soweto, are you li- are you literally doing that in your backyard? Those first trays of seeds that you were that that you were growing, were you doing it? It's not like you had a farm somewhere that you just decided to go and do this on. Yes, yes, literally backyard. Uh, it was literally a corner. It was a, it was a four by four, uh, four meters by four meters. And uh, the space could only take about 20, 25 trays at max. That's 5,000 uh, seedlings. And um, I mean, our first customer said uh, she wanted about 18, 18 trays. Uh, I mean, it took us all night because at that time we didn't, we were still even developing the skill of growing. So it took us the whole night to do those trays. But now in five hours, you know, we can do 50, 50 trays per person. So it's, it's been, it's been crazy. Unreal. And, and so that first uh, customer, was that a, was that a farmer who was sort of close by or was that someone outside of, of Soweto? So that farmer was actually in 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 the CBD. Uh, she was uh, forty five kil- about forty five kilometers into in town. So from so from Soweto to to towns about forty five k's, and um, uh, her name um, was Puseleto, and she was a hydroponic rooftop farmer. And uh, she saw what she was doing. She was interested, and she said, "Hey guys, if if you can do this, I'll I'll buy." Um, you can imagine us running around looking for production inputs, looking for seeds, trying to get. We didn't even know what what, what margin we were going to make on the sale, but I mean, so the pricing was very dependent on what the customers was willing to pay. And then later on, we decided we then researched further, and then we found out what the market was looking for and and what the market price was and then we also just changed our pricing strategies based on our locations our you know our profile and and we learned pricing strategies 
So, so you're using uh, kind of phrases and jargon now that, uh, that that make you sound like you've been to Harvard and studied a bit, you know, big MBA oh. over there. Uh, is this is this the skill when you start talking about margins and input costs and those things? Is this is this information and skills that you've learned along the way while you're building your business? I've learned on the fly. I won't lie. I've learned on the fly. Um, you know, you 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 get a you get you. You get someone, so let's say you're looking for, for funding and then you get someone saying like, um, you know, what's the return on the investment and you're stuck, you know, <laughs> you don't know how to move forward because yeah. you don't know what goes into giving that answer. And and uh, I, I I met, uh, I hit that brick wall in 20, somewhere 2018, 2019, I hit that brick wall. You know, I was trying to get some, and then she, she I mean, the, the investor just asked me, um, what's my return? If I, if for once on one seedling, what's my, yo, I, I was, I was completely out of the conversation and I, I went back to the drawing board. So going in, uh, we, we came from, uh, um, um, uh, um, what is it? Uh, a sciences background. So we, we never had the lingo we never had we learned we we learn every day it's 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 a continuous process that we take so so now uh we're we're talking about a business that starts in 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 2018 so three nearly four years later uh how many people do you employ so um the business uh as i said uh, it started uh with with uh it couldn't even i mean imagine uh, it couldn't support us when it started. So at the beginning, we actually had to be working while doing the business. Yeah. Um, so that means that we could only do, we could only spend weekends on the business. And uh, so at that time, we're both uh, interning and uh, we, we, we pushed. And then later on, 20, late 2019, early 2020, the business could actually take on one person. It could support one person and its own operations. And, uh, and, then, and then right now, it's basically, we're both fully employed, but we also create, uh, what's it, uh, seasonal uh, employees. So we can take up to five people um, uh, during peak. Uh, and, and this growth has been realized that just in the past two years, um, but you know, uh, I mean, even, uh, for us having our own infrastructure. So what did happen is that we never had infrastructure up until now in the sense that we've never owned infrastructure. We have, oh, um, we leveraged, um, uh, I mean, so leverage is a big, is a big word, but, uh, we, we asked the, the customer to provide us some support while we make their product. And they were happy to do it. Yes, so it was a big problem. So I mean, that's not all supply. That's not all customers, but it was a big problem for the for the for that current customer, and they were willing to invest in that. And then so we basically helped them also develop that arm of the business. And that's how that's how when we broke off from that relationship, we were also able to to build our own business. But they also had that operation in their business now that they could move forward with. Unreal. So, so to me, if if I'm looking at it as a as kind of an outsider, I'm, you know, I'm seeing you know two young guys who who studied sciences, no clue on. It's not like you you came from families with a huge history in business. 
uh, you, you saw an opportunity. Nothing. You literally used what was on the corner. It sounds like literally on the corner from where you stay, and you you just got going. And not not listening to excuses or, or or reasons why you couldn't do something. It was more about how we could, what could we do, how could we make it work. That's that that is that is the reality of it because uh, you know it was literally just putting one and one together. And when one and one doesn't work, you know there's no say this doesn't work. You say you it's it's like it will work. You know it's it's not there's no it doesn't work. It will work. And sometimes those iterations take two days. Sometimes those iterations take three months. Uh, sometimes they take a year, but it's it will work. And and so uh, you, you know, a business that uh, you know that couldn't even pay itself or, or pay its founders is now you know comfortably paying its founders, uh, comfortably owning uh, its own stock and 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 infrastructure, as you say, plus employing seasonal workers. W- what happens next? So, um, I mean, we still have a lot of challenges uh, in the sense that uh, we had, uh, we approached a lot of, uh, in, um, a lot of uh, entrepreneurship uh, development programs. And this is what actually allowed us to understand how to, how to manage uh, money. Because, uh, I mean, um, you know, other people don't even know that you need a bank account. You separate bank account and your bank and your business has to pay you into your bank account. If you're if you're taking direct from a business, that's a problem and it's a risk for an invest an, an investor. So things like that uh, helped us get to this point. And uh, so currently, um, uh, for I mean, the business right now is doing about. Uh, uh, about uh, four hundred thousand uh, seedlings, but the the target is in the next year or two is to get to a million, uh, one million seedlings uh, per grow season, and maybe you know at least five million seedlings a year, and 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 that is the target that we have. Um, we're, we're we're hoping to go. You know, currently we're do, we're working on a six hundred square meter, and we're hoping to maybe get to like uh, fifteen to eight, ten to fifteen hectares uh, of seeding production. Um, and we're still hoping to get certification. So certification is a a market access uh, for you to access market. Your your operation has to be certified. And uh, so we've been um, we've been looking for stakeholders that do this kind of support. We're happy to say that we've come across one right now, and we're working through the audits training right now, trying to get our records in place. So it, I mean, as you can see, it 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 does look like you know we have achieved some of success, but like one would have hoped to start where we are right now, and that would have been the start. So 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 we're still. Uh, very much um, uh, uh, in the in the starting phase of the business, getting all the pieces together of the business, getting the logistics right, you know, getting uh, customers to, to 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 be able to buy easily without friction because we also have those problems and small processes in the business. How how does a customer call, get a quote, and get their product all in time? Those are still challenges that we're we're we're, we're struggling with on a daily basis. Uh, things like payroll. You know, it's non-existent. So things like that, we're still working on those. And 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 I mean, it. I think it's really important to highlight some of those current challenges and 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 how we are trying to overcome them. 
And I think it's a, crit- a critical point that you make that a lot of uh, you know people starting a business for the first time, they, they, they don't even know the problems that, that exist. So that's not, they can't solve a problem if they don't know about it. And as you say, you know, taking care of taxes, payroll, uh, you know, PAYE, uh, you know, sorting out uh, the, the banking fees and all of that stuff is it's important things that that a lot of entrepreneurs just wouldn't even think of that. You know, they're just trying to get through the day and and sort out the customer. Yes, yes, yes. So it's it's really critical to. I mean, uh, so Saika, uh, um, an entrepreneurship development academy by Saika, uh, was very instrumental in us learning these things because you know they take us on a monthly basis, uh, go through our financials, ask us what we did, and check on us. And then on a, on every three months or two months, then we'd have like a webinar or something then that would walk us through these things. So these are things you don't just wake up and know. You have to be in circles where they are being educated. There's education around these. And I think it's a it's a really big gap in the country, a knowledge gap. You know, how do you how do you move from just an idea to a business? And, 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 you know, so, so there, there are a lot of challenges uh, under entrepreneurship and, and starting businesses in the country. Now, now, I'm guessing when you started, it's not like you've, you approached the first customer, they said yes, and everything started out. Started out. I'm, I'm assuming you, you had to approach a lot of customers. You got a lot of no's before you got some yeses. So the no's, uh, so imagine it's the, you know, it, it's it's the idea whereby you're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna grow lettuce. I'm sure restaurants want lettuce. You go around, you're looking for restaurants. Restaurants like, no, I've got suppliers. No, you can't meet my my quantities. And you know, then so so we first tried to grow the veggies ourselves, hydro veggies, and we saw that you know there was a problem in in you know there the, was there was already in a supply going, but when we looked back to who's supplying. And then we saw that the guys that are supplying are having challenges. So maybe how about we reorientate our, our solution to, 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 to target those guys. And then, you know, that, that was eight months in its own, but that was also under one of the entrepreneurship developer academies. So they said that uh, they gave us, they, they, they told us to make questionnaires and go get customers because one of the things they said that you kind of need, uh, they taught us that, uh, um, what is it, service, service level agreements or, 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 or what is it, a letter of intent. So they say, you know, go look for a letter of intent. And uh, we literally, I mean, took a taxi from Joburg and we were walking uh, from Soweto to Joburg and we were walking um, the streets of Joburg, going to restaurant by restaurant. Uh, trying to find, um, filling out those questionnaires, uh, getting what their challenges are, and and uh, you know, at, and I mean, we even did this in, in Pretoria, um, and and that was the just getting an understanding of the customer that was not going to be our customer even at that point. So I mean, I don't know if that it kind of you know shows how how big that 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 that, that the mind shift has to be. It it reminds me of of the the world boxing champion Mike Tyson. You know, he, I mean, he's not famous for his intelligence, but he, I, I think he was a clever guy because he said, you know, everyone's got a plan until they get hit, and it's only after you get hit that you start to realize you might have to change your plan. Um, and it sounds yes. to me like you know you had a plan and and you realized you know you needed to adapt on the fly uh, and and figure it out and figure out a new plan, new opportunities, and then just keep going. 
Yes, exactly. And, and, and it was just that, just, just iterate and move forward. Uh, and, and to me, that's such a powerful lesson for entrepreneurs. You know, firstly, you're going to get a lot of people who tell you no, who tell you you can't do something, who tell you there's no demand or, you know, you're not going to be good enough or you're not going to make it. And, and the point is, uh, you know, to, to not um, be disheartened by what they're saying, but listen to the information because they're also giving you feedback. They're giving you pointers about the opportunities that, that are there. You might just need to be flexible in your approach. Yes, it's, uh, we, we had this thing that we were using. Um, the term we're using was uh, flexible but rigid in the sense that uh, we were rigid in what we wanted to achieve, but flexible how we would get there. So, so yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Well, and Ile, we, we, we are running out of time. This has been so interesting for me. And, uh, and I always um, have one question that, I, that I, I ask our entrepreneurs. And that's, uh, you know, if you had to look back now to, to um, you know, Andile as he was about to leave university and start out, knowing what you know today, what would be the, the, one, uh, the one lesson you would want uh, to tell your, yourself about business or about entrepreneurship? Sure. it's a big one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I think, um, um, you know, coming from a, a, a formal education system, um, you know, things are not really given, but, you know, the, the path is laid up in front of you and you just have to check those boxes moving forward. Um, moving entrepreneurship, you know, there's no, there's no boxes, there's, there's, no, there's no path, um, you know, um, you know, when you when when you when you close your eyes, the business is is sleeping. So, so I, I wish he knew that a bit earlier. Uh, you know, he probably would have done a few things differently. And uh, but still, you know, we do understand that you you are who you are because of the choices that you have taken. So we also I also appreciate the choices that were taken till now. But um, understanding that you are the engine. And if you're not constantly growing, the business is gonna is gonna stagnate, and you are gonna and but and then you know you'll find all sorts of things to blame. You'll blame funding and things like that. But but no, it's it's probably you, my guy. That's such a powerful uh, a powerful lesson to to everybody. And I think you know entrepreneurs are successful because they find reasons to make things work, not 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 other people to blame. Uh, Andile Kaza, I, I just want to say thank you so much. I, I wish you all the success and, and I'm, I'm going to be following Evergrow as you go. And, and, and I hope to see, uh, see your seedlings all around the country being sold you know, everywhere possible. And, and thanks so much for your time. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Warren and Graham. Thank you. Thank you to the team that, that put this thing together. And uh, thanks to the listeners that are going to tune in. And thanks so much, guys. Thank you for listening to Honest Money. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Warren Ingram. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Chat soon.